Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. I am so glad that you have joined us again for episode number 171 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is For God So Loved. This month we have been focusing on God's love for us and the love that we should have for one another. And this is very important, especially with the times that we find ourselves in, where our nation is divided against itself. And love does not seem to be the main factor that is dominating our behavior. I feel that we need to be careful to obey the command of God to love one another and to be able to do whatever good we think we're doing with the motivation of love behind it as well. Knowing that I don't care how much good we think we're doing, I don't care how great we think we're teaching, if we're teaching or living in such a way that love is not expressed or our motivation is not love for all people, not some, then we're not obeying God's command. So what I want to do is I'm going to read again 1 John chapter 4, 7 to 12, and I know you've heard it already this month, but I think it's important for us to get this word and to meditate upon it and to hide it in our hearts. And of course, to meditate upon the word of God, which he tells us to do, is to repeat it and go over it and over it until it becomes a natural part of our thinking. All right, so now let's continue with some of the characteristics of God's love, looking at chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. But before that, I want to read the introductory scripture again, 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 to 12. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son, talking about Jesus Christ, into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son, Jesus, as a sacrifice to take away our sins. And if you'd like to know more about that, please go to our website given at the end of this podcast. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. 
Okay, now 1 Corinthians chapter 13, picking up with verse 4. Charity, talking about love, suffereth long and is kind, and we've already gone over those. Now the next thing is charity or love envieth not. Now, of course, we're looking at God and then reflecting upon us. Love or God does not envy. And of course, we need to know the difference between envy and jealousy because in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 9, it does say that God gets jealous. It says, you shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. So here we know that God doesn't envy, but he does get jealous. What is the difference? Well, envy, trying to make the definition very short and to the point, Envy is a reaction to lacking something. Jealousy is a reaction to something or someone you have in your life that is being taken away. So God doesn't envy. He doesn't have to react to lacking something because he doesn't lack anything. He sustains all things. He created all things. God doesn't lack a thing, but he does get jealous in reaction to something or someone, especially us as people, that he has brought into his life being taken away. And by that, in regards to being taken away, is the idea of us calling that ourselves Christians or belonging to God's family, and yet leaving God to chase after other gods or after other things. So God does get jealous in regards to our putting other things or people before him, And even jealousy is not like a human jealousy. It is a jealousy in that he loves us so much that he wants us to have an eternal relationship with him. So it's not even like a human jealousy. All right. So now what about us? We know that God doesn't envy. That's not a part of his characteristic because 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is describing to us who God is his character of love. So love does not envy. His love as children of God should be operating in us. So therefore, we should not envy. So remember, envy is reacting to lacking something. And as human beings, we'll get envious of someone else when we feel we lack what they have. And we want that. One major lesson that I've learned in my life is that we all need to be ourselves and not envy others. We're unique with special abilities according to God's plan for us. We need to take that energy and that effort into finding out who we are in Christ and not focusing on someone else and what they have or what they're doing. Please believe me, you'll be much more happier and operate in the joy of the Lord if you find out who you are and not be concerned about what other people have, and your whole life will go a whole lot easier for you as well. Let's look again, chapter 4 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'll read some of the other things again. Charity or love suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. We just went over that. And then charity or love vaunteth not itself. Now the NIV says doesn't boast. God does not vaunt himself or he doesn't boast. 
And what you mean by that is he doesn't sound his own praises or he doesn't go into self-promotion. That's what vaunteth or boasting about yourself when you're singing your own praises or you have your own self-promotion. Really, when you think about God, he doesn't have to do that. And yet we see in the Bible, angels are always praising him. And whenever we stop long enough to observe creation, or to just have moments of fellowship with God. We too, as created beings, are going to break out in praise for God. So then why does he have to do that himself? Well, he doesn't. He says, love, talking about himself, does not boast or vaunt at itself. And then what about us, with God's love in us? We shouldn't sing our own praises. Uh, The Bible talks about letting another man praise you and not your own lips. You don't have to go around tooting your own horn. And so that's another way in which we need to be careful as far as God's love operating in us. All right, now let's go on with chapter 4. At the end of it, in regards to love, it says love is not puffed up. Or another way is it's not proud. We just talked about it not being boastful, and now it's talking about love is not puffed up or is not proud. And really, when you think about it in relationship to God, God is constant, and he doesn't need to impress or seek approval. So why would he be puffed up or proud? When we think about Romans, it says, from him, through him, and to him are all things. And so again, there's no need for him to be puffed up or to be proud because everything exists and comes from him. Now, what about us in regards to not being puffed up or being proud? Whatever we have, we need to realize is a gift from God and that there's nothing in which we can be proud of as if we've created it or we've established it on our own. Even the gifts of the Holy Spirit are sovereignly bestowed upon us by God. And our gifts and what we receive from God shouldn't make us proud or haughty. It should not swell us up with pride. It should, if anything, cause us to be humble and very, very thankful. All right, now let's go on look at verse 5. Verse 5 is letting us know in relationship to love. It says, Doth not behave itself unseemingly. What does it mean to not behave unseemingly? Well, it's just another way of saying it's not rude. Now, God's ways and his thoughts are not like ours. We're way beneath him in regards to our thoughts and and our actions and the way we live. God is not rude. And sometimes we might think he's unfair, but most of the time we do not understand why he may allow certain things. But we should keep trusting and watching as he can take the evil in this world and make it turn out for good. So then what about us? How do you treat other people? Do you behave unseemly? Are you rude or unfair? Well, we need to be courteous and considerate. And we need to be careful in how we respond and how we act in regards to others. You know, sometimes it seems that it's such a struggle for some people to respond mannerly when you just smile and speak to them. I don't understand. That really shouldn't be. As we go throughout this week, let's be careful that we are not rude, that we're not proud or puffing up ourselves or boasting about ourselves or envious. 
Let God's love flow through us to other people, realizing that his love is flowing to us. And as we are receiving his love for us, why don't we share that same love toward others by demonstrating God's love in such ways that people will know that we care about them and most of all, that God loves them. In this upcoming week, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving with family or just quietly alone, I pray that you would have a blessed and wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And until we meet again, smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.